Let's begin with a drum set. Listen for an explosive live sound. The snare should be crisp and the cymbals should ring. Here. No, that's that's that for guitar. Matter. That's okay. yeah, that's fine. There we go. Uh, see that, Quinn? Yes. yes. Flashing red. Look at that IT support. That's fine. Okay. Quinn. Oh. Thank you. Right. Yes. Now, let's set up DJ so we can I talk. Know. Okay, good. Now, Quinn.
Um, well, Tatum, St. Yes. Charles East. Yes, I go to St. Charles East and I'm a sophomore. Okay. Uh, did they hear our an introduction of these great youngsters, YEP? Maybe not. No one said. For those of you just tuning in, we are here with Youth Engagement in Philanthropy and Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley. Um, Jackson? Yes. Introduce my, yourself. Oh, my name is Jackson. I am a senior at Wabonzi Valley High School in Aurora. All right, Wabonzi Valley Warriors. Yes. Oh, snap. <laughs> and Quinn? All right, my name is Quinn Butler. I am a senior at West Aurora High School. All right, shout out to West. Shout yes. out to West. Okay. Um, so we'll get into the community foundation, but for the for our listeners and everything, um, what is YEP in a nutshell? That's a great question. It's kind of a lot to sum up. Um, but if anything, I we have this like little motto that they say. It's taking it outside of the food drive. Okay. like that so it's like to get to the next level of helping people like if you want to do that if you are interested in that it's like putting that on a different like circumstance than you would like in a school or anything like that. okay yeah. very cool and at the end of the day it's all about youth helping youth mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of youth like <laughs> us <laughs> helping nonprofits or those types of projects in the area that are helping youth so directly providing funds to projects and areas that will help youth in the area okay all right um now let's see here so the total membership is 30 students mm -hmm. okay um and 12 high schools are represented it looks is that correct east yes. geneva homeschool caneland marmion shout out to marmion by the way Newark, Oswego, oh, y'all shaking your head. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> says St. Charles East, man. Yeah. Uh, Oswego East, Rosary, uh, Wabonzi Valley, West Aurora, and Yorkville. All right, very cool. Um, now, it says here that YEC received 28 eligible grant applications for their program. The total amount requested is $112,865.62, and you have $25,000 available to distribute. Um, let's talk about the process. How do you guys go about um, choosing who gets funding? You know, we actually just draw it from a hat. <laughs> no, really? no, 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 oh. <laughs> no, 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 is it, is it really there? <laughs> 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 no, but it's pretty complicated actually. Um, so in the fall, we'll design our grant application and then it launches right after um, Giving Tuesday, which is our main fundraising opportunity. Um, and then people can apply up until I think the end of January, right? Yeah. Um, and then once we get all the applications, so we got 28 this year, um, we go through them. Uh, we're split up into little groups and we do everything. You basically evaluate like how well is it meeting our goals for IP, everything like that. And then we bring it back to a whole group. You present to the group and make a big consensus. Okay. All right. So input from everybody, consensus. Everybody has a, uh, mm -hmm. a, uh, a voice and an idea. All right. Now, uh, these requests fall into the following categories. 17 social services, 8 education, and 3 arts and humanity. All right. Um, are the when it comes to those categories, are they already set or have you guys developed those? Um, so when they fill out like the grant application, they kind of describe what their project or that they want us to fund, and that goes into those different categories. Like, um, who are they trying to help, and then it's kind of divided that way. Okay. All right. Now let's see, because uh, people like numbers. <laughs> I like numbers too. So let's go over some awesome numbers. Uh, 2021 Giving Tuesday campaign total donations $18,166 with a Dunham Foundation match of $12,500 total discretionary grant making $30,666 good stuff big numbers big numbers okay guys yeah, we're really um, proud of that number yeah. because um, we've been you know topping that every year with how much we've been able to fundraise and it's just great to raise awareness and to see so many people so passionate getting involved when we give them this opportunity and then seeing that improvement like that work paying off is like insane um so who's some of your who's some of your success stories 
are there any or have there been any uh, organization that you've uh, given to that you're like, you know what, that's one that really, that's one that sticks out. Okay. Um, first <laughs> one that pops into my mind was the SciTech um, Museum. They did a project with youth. Um, I believe it was just last year. Mm -hmm. um, and we were able to fund them with a considerable amount of money. And I remember checking up on that project and it actually went pretty well from what I could see. I was really happy with seeing how our funds were being allocated right. and then seeing like the direct impact of mm -hmm. that project. It was really excellent. And then a lot of kids in um, YAP have like different values and everything. So those are more science technology oriented. Really liked seeing like how we could check up on them and see that like impact that we could have. Because I think a lot of it, like yeah, like you're giving money away, but it doesn't like actually seem like you're, it's just like numbers. Like it's not right. actual money, you know? Like, right. Like yeah, $25,000, but is it really like whatever? What does that mean, you know? Yeah. Like, actually seeing that is like um because i here's the thing i think that the world right the whole perception is is that once you just give all the problems solved you know oh I, I donated already you guys take care of it i don't think people understand that there's a lot to it and there is a benefit that is being you know worked out by people you know the people organizations are made up of people you know, and um, you know, I, I think that that's I think that's really admirable. I think you guys do good stuff. Like I mentioned, you guys have been in our news before. We shouted you guys out, and I want to say also that we do have now the camera can't see these great people, but we've got the mentors and the staff here with us as well. So want to say shouts out to all of our um, friends as well, Kathy, Mariana, and Julie. So Woo. hi, hey, <laughs> all right. Uh, Adriana Price, good morning to you. This is all great people. Franca Liccioni, good morning. Victoria Hyla Maldonado, she's a great author. Uh, she has a new book out called Tempest the Turtle. Uh, it's about youth and overcoming adversity and uh, puts a highlight to hopefully stop bullying and many great things. All right, and Maria Chirito, hello. Javier, Dev Sturgis, look at all these great people. Michael Rayford, hello. Davy, Samantha, Danner, and Cheryl Brownell. Franca says, wonderful young people, present and future leaders, I'm sure. Oh, how Thank nice. You. All right. Now let's go on to some more stuff. Let's see what else we got here. Hold on, let's do this. Now I want to read um, about some of the service projects that you guys have. Uh, so August is the Scarce, or excuse me, Scarce Crayon and Puzzle Project. Uh, September, Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry Essential Garden Cleanup. Um, talk about that a little bit. Outside, beautiful work in a garden? I did not attend, but I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, but from what I heard from like other people, it was actually like it wasn't like a service project. Like it's not like you're raking leaves or anything like that. It was actually fun. Like they actually had like more interactive things than that. But I think Quinn went, so he can tell. You I did one. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're sitting there judging me. For I was not, not judging. Uh -huh. I was. Uh -huh. I wasn't gonna speak because I wasn't qualified mm -hmm. to. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just. Jackson, uh, did you go? I did not attend. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, but like you guys are busy, Grant. You, I know you guys <laughs> yeah, are busy. Yeah. You guys with all yeah. the other Grant's committee. You know, yeah, not yeah. sleeping in or anything like that. Um, like Tatum said, I know that people had a lot of fun, and I think that's with all the service projects. They don't really seem like service projects. They're mm -hmm. like just hanging out with friends and getting to make an impact on the community, and that you don't really see them as like work or chores or obligation. It's just like really fun, thing, a fun thing to do. Awesome. Um, October is the Fall Fest for Charity Blooms. Pumpkins for Lazarus House and Tillers. Uh, and December, Cookies for Mutual Ground and Lazarus House. An ongoing bread tag collection for Danielle Cares for Chairs. Interesting. Uh, leadership, the YEP members vote uh, for the leadership team consisting of a chair, co-chair, secretary, and treasurer. We also have co-chairs for three committees, marketing communications, fundraising grants, and service social. Uh, who's the chair? <laughs> I'm um, a co-chair for fundraising and grants. Um, that's one of the committees. Okay. But our chair for YEP, her name is Julia. Uh, she handles a lot of things. She works really closely with Schweiger. 
Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, now, recruitment. Membership applications available uh, on the Community Foundation's website through April 30th. Quinn got very happy when I said that. Why is that, Quinn? I'm very excited <laughs> because um, one of my favorite things about doing this is enabling others to be able to do it. Um, we have 15 seniors in our program right That's now. That's so sad. And that means 15 people. Half of our program is going to be leaving, going off to do other things in the world, being adults and such. <laughs> wow, that sounded... Didn't that just sound like... He's so good. Wow, Quinn, that was a that was great oratory. Thank that was you. awesome. Um, so I'm really excited to introduce others to YEP and have more youth helping youth uh, we're limiting the group to 25 members um, this upcoming year so that means we will be accepting um 10 more people if all of our um, current members choose to renew their subscription so to speak <laughs> um but i i'm really really passionate about recruitment i was able to recruit several of my friends to join Yep, and I was very proud of that because everyone in Yep is so passionate, so engaged, and we just do such excellent work, and I'm so happy to share that with other people. Yeah, um, so w when we saw the, uh, Denise Crosby did a wonderful uh, column for you guys, I believe it was Denise, Denise Crosby with The Beacon, and um, one of the things that struck me that I really liked about it was that I do like seeing motivated young people like yourselves who are doing more than just, like you say, like playing video games and all that. Like you have to form the kind of world that we want to live in. Um, I like volunteering and I've always loved volunteering and I've always tried to encourage you know, other people to do it. It does feel good to your point when like your friends show up, you know, like it is, this is much easier work to do with, with friends. Mm -hmm. Um, now let's talk about, let's do some specifics on each one of you. You guys ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's, you know what, let's take a community sip though. Can we all do that? Yeah. Cheers to everybody, Cheers. all of you great people Cheers. at home. Cheers. We made great friends today. They came in here with hot cocoa and a big box of Dunkin' and we appreciate that. Um, uh, Tatum, mm -hmm. how did you first get involved with uh, YEP? Okay, so I know Ms. Schreier knows the story, but I don't know if anyone else does. Um, and the universal signal? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so I didn't exactly join yet, like, through my own discretions. Um, my mom <laughs> is pretty intense. Um, so like all moms. <laughs> yeah. Um, she wants me to be involved in a lot of things. So she just basically handed me a computer and was like, fill out this application. So I did. Um, and I had no idea what it was. I was just answering questions, you know, mindlessly. Um, but I got in. So I researched it and I looked on the website and everything like that. Um, and so at first it didn't like really align like with my values. Like, yeah, like I want to volunteer, everything like that, but I didn't like know really what it meant. Like, mm -hmm. oh, like I'm giving away money. Like, hey, what does that mean? Everything like that. Um, so I went to my first meeting, which was our picnic um, somewhere in the middle of nowhere. It took me a long time to find. <laughs> and Miss Schweiger, immediately I walked up and she knew my name and I was like, how do you know my name like who, who is this lady and what what does she know about me and everything like that because like i'm used to like showing up to a volunteering event and they're like put on a name tag and get to work you know like right like you're at I don't you're know, just one of many exactly exactly right. but she knew exactly what i was here for she knew like what grade i was in where i go everything like that and i walked in and everyone like was surrounding me and like giving me all these things and a bunch of merch and I sat down at a picnic table and I was just like, this is amazing and I want to stay here like throughout my high school career. So that was how, that was my first how introduction. Inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She really like secured that like, oh, like I want to be here, you know, like right. this isn't, isn't just like outside of school, student council, like I want to do this, I want to be here. Yeah, that, that, um, that's one of the things about finding those talented people. You know, you can tell who's here just for the coffee and donuts. <laughs> you know, the people who show up just for the t-shirt. They just want the t-shirt to say that they took part in something. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the people who really want to make 
that, writing down that credit on their resume. Exactly. Like right. Exactly. As opposed to the people who really want to make that uh, make that change. Mm -hmm. uh, Jackson, how about you? Um, so last summer I was interning for the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce and I met Mrs. Schreiger at the Women's Leader Cast event that I helped plan as part of my internship. And she approached me and my mom like during one of the breakout sessions and she told me about YUP and the program. And so then she like gave me her card and about the application and it had closed already, but she felt like um, my experience there, she said that she thought that'd be a really great match for the program. And like Tatum said, I was kind of hesitant going to my first meeting just because I am the only person from my school and going to somewhere like you don't know anyone is just always really scary. But when I went, Mrs. Schreiger was just so welcoming, like her son graduated from my school. And so she had like that connection with me and knew some of my teachers and some of the things that I'm involved in. And I just felt really welcomed. And like it was just a great community from the first meeting. And I just knew I wanted to keep going. That's awesome. That's awesome. Miss Schweiger. <laughs> Everybody watching this right now, like, can I meet Miss Schweiger? <laughs> um, Quinn? All right. So I Wait, lean back like yeah. Yeah. So I was referred to yep by a friend, well, two friends that were in it at the time. They sent me the application and they were like, do this. I was like, what is it? And they were like, you'll like it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So <laughs> I looked at the application. It, I looked at the organization. It looked pretty interesting. And then as Ms. Schweiger will attest, <laughs> I spent around 10 hours working on my application. Oh, my gosh. The application is not that long. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty detailed, but it is not... 10 hours worth. I wrote an essay for pretty much every question. Um and it it was it was plenty. So <laughs> I I really did a lot of research into the organization organization um in order to really get a feel for what it was. I've always had a passion for service, volunteering, helping others in actual ways that make a direct impact, a direct difference. Um, so joining YEP was the perfect organization for me. And Ms. Schweiger, of course, automatically makes you feel like a valued individual in the organization. Honestly, everyone, Mrs. Christman, our mentors, everyone is there and they're making you feel like a valued member of the organization. And that's really important because if you feel valued, you feel like you're going to make a difference. And that's what all of us feel like we're doing or really know that we're doing at this point we know we're making a difference and yeah that's sort of how I got into yep and it's been a dream ever since <laughs> <laughs> um, now the mentors gotta shout out these mentors yeah because they are some awesome people and uh, I was I was told and uh, reminded rather uh, when the team came in here about the great people who are involved in this. Uh, Dan Barrero, a friend of the show. Um, so shout out to Mr. Barrero. He recently retired from the city of Aurora after 30 plus years of service. Uh, so shout out to Dan Barrero, he's a dear friend. Daisy Garcia, uh, who I haven't met yet. Chad Jimenez, he's a great guy. Uh, Mariana Martinez, who's here with us as well. Mariana uh, does a lot of great work, and I have personally seen Mariana all over the place uh, with me, just a table or maybe a couple of chairs away doing some great community stuff. Uh, Nicholas Thompson, who has an office in this building, as a matter of fact. Uh, Shouts out to our friend Nick, Debbie Smith, uh, who I've not met yet, and uh, South Stavon as well. Board advisor is Joyce Hemphill, and staff advisor is Miss Kathy Schweiger. Uh, the time is 8.23 a.m. You guys are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Shouts out to Millville, New Jersey, tuning in, uh, checking it out. Question, uh, Latrivet McCline, good morning to you. How old do you need to be? Um, so you just have to be in high school, so you enter freshman year 14, 15, and then through your senior year, so 18. All right. Just have to be uh, in high school, you guys. And also, good morning, Aisha Saxon-Casildo and Josie Mendoza-Geller. Good morning. 
Okay, uh, next question. Hold on, let's see here. <laughs> All right. How is YEP different from other activities that you guys have been involved in? It's really different just because this is a program for youth, by youth, and I think that a lot of community service um, or volunteering things or things that you do at school, it's kind of like teachers um, telling you what to do, and here we get to choose what we want to do, and we get to lead all of it. But it's different, like Tata mentioned. Um, it's not just like going to Feed My Starving Children or like organizing food drives. Like. The things that we do are really simple, but they make an impact. Like doing, like we did a service project where we had to just like sort crayons and we melted those down. And then they were like reformed into bigger, like different shapes, just so that people who like might not have full uh, motor skill functions, they're able to use them. And like they're for kids, but also the elderly. And that's a really simple thing, but it really did make a huge impact. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um... Sorry, it's just, it's so, so different from other activities that I'm involved in. And I'm involved with a lot of service opportunities, a lot of stuff similar to this, but nothing really compares in terms of large scale, in terms of just magnitude of impact that we have. I mean, $30,000 and $666. Extra. <laughs> um, that's that's yeah yeah that one. Yeah. Um, it it's just like nothing you've ever like been up. Yeah, it's like not. I don't want to seem rude, but it's not like a basic thing. Like it's not like you're going to not Northern Illinois. Like I don't wanna, I don't wanna, like attack them. Like no. it's not like you're going to a food drive and sorting food or something like that. Like it is a huge difference and it's a huge deal. Like you're literally impacting like either a big group of people or an individual all across King County. All across King County. Makes me think about when I did jury duty. Okay. Like, I really <laughs> I like I felt like I felt like, wow, like, I really had an impact on, like, yeah. the criminal justice system today. Like, I really, you know, I took a knife to it today. Like, I really, it wasn't just, you know, I wasn't just helping out to sweep up around the courthouse. Mm -hmm. Like, I was actually in here, part of this trial, for jury duty. So, I, I, think, I, I think I do understand. It's really making that a huge, um, a huge impact. But here is, I think the word of the day today, Monica, will be philanthropy. Let's do that. We have a word of the day on the show. Um, so what does the word philanthropy mean to you? And what did you learn about philanthropy through YEP? All right. So <laughs> I can go first and then. Yeah. So philanthropy is sort of a loaded word because there's the denotative sense and then the connotative sense of the word, right? So in terms of denotative, it's just us using our resources our power our money to help others help others so giving money to projects to organizations that are going to use that money to help others in the area specifically in terms of connotative there are some heavy connotations with the word philanthropy um in our context it really is about youth helping youth i keep saying that no but it is the point yeah it is, it, point, it right? is definitely the um, central idea of yep is we're using our abilities to, as best we can to help others and that is also being matched by the dunham foundation using that um pool of resources to right. help others as well I really think that uh, philanthropy is just generosity and giving. Um, I think that a lot of times people think that when you have to give, it doesn't like it doesn't always have to be money. Like I think one thing that I've learned from Yep is like sometimes all you have to give is your time. Like a lot of our service projects, um, outside of our fundraising efforts, we haven't really had to like go and like raise money or give our own money. It's really about giving your time and helping other people in like really simple ways. Like sometimes like a lot of our service projects are just putting a smile on people's face because of the circumstances that they're going through. That's all they need. And I just feel like um, through Yep, I've learned that like all you have to do sometimes is just give your time. 
Time is now. I know you guys are pausing. I was letting it sink in, too. I was letting it sink in. Uh, Coyote Duran says um, that these pups defy the notion of youth being wasted on the young. Well done, youngsters. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, word of the day, philanthropy. Thank you very much, Monica. Tracy Duran, good morning to you as well. Hi, Michael Rayford. All right. Um, so the time is now 829 a.m. Monica, if you'd be so kind, please take us to a commercial. And give us some local news, and then we will be back to our discussion with our friends of YEP. Awesome. All right. Good morning, everyone. Here are your local headlines. Real news, real people, real stories, 100% Aurora. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Tuesday, April 19th, there will be a great hiring event at the Aurora Public Library in downtown. This will take place from 4 to 7 p.m. and it's sponsored by the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, Claude County African American Chamber of Commerce, and Talented Tent Social Services. It's free to the public and it's also open to the public. Um, we'll be sharing that flyer to you all in our social media and also the link in our chat. The Illinois Collaboration on Youth and ACT Act Now are hosting a great virtual event discussing youth development programs and many other topics. This grant writing workshop webinar is free via Zoom. Featured speakers are State Representative Justin Slaughter of the 27th District and State Senators Robert Peters and Christina Passion Sayas. This will be from 9 to 10 a.m. on Tuesday, February 22nd. And the registration link, I'll be sharing that with you all in our chat. Saturday the 26th, State Representative Barbara Hernandez will be hosting pints and petitions at McCarty Mills Taproom. This will take place from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Come on for a fun event, sign her petition, and meet a great local leader. Also, this Thursday the 24th from 6 to 8 p.m., there will be a cafe talk on Icelandic language and culture meetup. Friend of the show, Franca, is the founder of the Icelandic Language and Culture Meetup, and this will take place at Java Plus. The discussions will cover Franca's travels to Iceland, ordering coffee in the Icelandic language, and much more. Come out for an enlightening time with great coffee. All right. That's right. An enlightening time with great coffee. We have donuts in the studio, so I'll be honest with the people. I just took a... A great bite. Um, I didn't realize actually how good Dunkin' Donuts donuts still were. They are they have not changed. They're still if they are them, good. If you get them old though, they're terrible. You're right. Yeah. Terrible. You gotta, you gotta go there like before yeah. like before noon. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. You gotta get them when they're still like soft and pulley mm-hmm. apart. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If they have like the hard outer crust, bleh. yeah, disgusting. No, no. Um, you know what's funny about it though? They used to have really good um, muffins too. The muffin changed there. It's I don't know if good. you guys remember. It is not good. It no. used to, yeah. <laughs> no, and their their top of the muffin is just sugar. Like it's like coated. In I used sugar. to love their the crystals muffins. are like that big. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love muffins though. Okay, well, <laughs> all the topics today, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what? That's what you do on a Monday. We're having fun up in here. Um, so. Let's talk about the ongoing uh, bread tag collection. Um, let's talk about that. What is it for those who do not know and how can we, the community, help you? Um, so the organization that we're partnering with is Danielle Cares for Chairs. And so what Danielle does with the bread tags is that she takes those and like she t- um, takes them to like the recycling plant and then she uses the money that she gets from those to help with people who like can't afford their own wheelchairs and she provides the wheelchair for them. And so what we do um, at YEP is that like in our different schools and our different like outside of um, YEP, like the communities that we're a part of, we're just collecting those and then sending those to Danielle so that she can help fund those wheelchair people. And bread tags. So like the, the bag of bread, yes. that little, okay. Yeah, just a little tab. Yes. All right. We are collecting that. So um, everyone in Yup is gathering all of their bread tags and giving those. Um, and we are also collecting from outside. So anyone who has extra bread tags lying around or wants to collect bread tags, 
for this. It's a very good cause, and we will gladly take your bread tax. All right. All right. Very cool. Um, maybe we can allow, maybe we can, well, maybe for one of these, this can be a drop-off location. That's great. That'd be for great. You guys. Yeah. 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 Um, I think this one's kind of going on, so maybe the next come around, if you guys want to use us as a drop-off location, Definitely. we'd be happy to collect items for you. For you guys, we did the drive, uh, the, a diaper drive collection. It was really cool. And a coat drive. drive, yeah. The coat drive went better. We got no diapers. <laughs> we got no diapers. It was like so we had the box which was empty, but the coat drive went very went very well for us. So yeah, we're happy to do that. Um, okay. I have a total side note about bread tags. Okay. I saw this somewhere I don't know where, and it just popped in my brain. The color of the bread tag is the day of the week that it was made. Why? Like yeah. like orange correlates to like Tuesday and like white is like Sunday or like something really? like that. Why? I don't know if it's still true, but it definitely was. Um, I can see that, yeah, because at one point in time, this was back when bread used to be delivered. Mm -hmm. yes. Remember that? They used to deliver bread to your house. There was a bread man, there was an ice man. There's a milkman. There was a milkman. <laughs> yeah. So you had to know when the yeah, see? Stuff. The kind of stuff What's you learn about in YEP. <laughs> All right, here's a excellent question. Uh, and I'm glad to ask it to youngsters such as yourself. What is something the world needs more of? Mm, that's a deep question. <laughs> it is. The perfect kind of question for a Monday morning with Starbucks yeah. and hot chocolate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go first, really. Oh, <laughs> I think that the world needs more of empathy and kindness. Empathy and I kindness. Think if we were more understanding of each other and our differences, then we could really resolve all of the issues that we're facing if we could take in other perspectives and just respect them regardless if they're different than our own. That's a good point. Um, I think that the world, so something the world needs more of, which I think it has now, is something like this youth engagement in philanthropy. Because for a long time, it's always, or was always, like older people who just had to, we just knew, oh, just give them this. Give them an after school program. Give them a youth center. That's not enough. Like, you have to have some skin in the game. Only the people who are in that life would know what works best. Uh, so something the world needs more of, I think it's, I think it's more programs like this. But you were going to say something, Tatum? Yeah, and then, like, I love the empathy part because I think affecting that, like, has a huge effect on people's lives. Like, if you realize where somebody comes from and what they're going through and their experiences, you can really learn a lot about them and like what you can do to help them personally and then on that personal level like you were saying about affecting like even if it's like a youth center yeah it's going to help a lot of people if they need somewhere to go or if they need something to do something like that but affecting like a smaller group of people if you can impact and change one person's life it's worth it and I think taking that to that personal level is what we need more of, of caring about those small people even if they're not going to do something significant in their life, their life is still meaningful. Impacting them is a huge deal. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, all right, next question. How do you each spend your spare time? Spare time? Yeah, maybe twice. YEP, bro. Yeah, that is life. Every day. Yeah. Um, first? Yeah, I mean... With the time that I have, I'm spending it um, going to activities. I'm in uh, Boy Scouts or Scouts. Um, I'm in. I'm vice president of the Business Professionals of America at my high school. Um, I'm in the chess club. I'm captain of mathletes. I'm cast as a lead in the musical. Um, I'm what musical? Uh, Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. that's a great music. Yes, it is. Why would you go tell us that, man? <laughs> You're the lead in Mamma Mia? Yeah, I'm Bill. Yes, come see it, West Aurora. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, So I I spend my time um, efficiently. I'm involved in a lot of stuff, um, but I always like to find time to prioritize service, volunteering, helping others. And I think that's reflected in how I spend my time spare right. time um in my spare time i run all year round i run cross country and track at my school and so this year i'm captain 
Um, I'm also, I'm the leader of a mentoring organization for elementary schoolers in my district. So I plan different activities for them. And I kind of, I don't really see it as like um, being a mentor. I kind of just see it as being a friend for them and just being someone that they can kind of rely on. Um, I also, oh, sorry, um, I don't really like, go home. I kind of spend all my time at school. Um, <laughs> and I, like, I am a media producer at my school. So for my school's uh, newscast up weekly like show, I produce that. And then I also have a blog. What's the blog? Um, it is jacksonlorraineblogs.com. I didn't know you had a blog. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so much we didn't know about yeah. each other. Wait, so what's it called again? I want to make sure. Uh, jacksonlorraineblogs.com. JacksonLorraineBlogs.com. Okay, visit. I'm right. gonna visit that. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so, Monica, take me to a commercial real quick, real quick please. Um, I have some news to deliver, uh, and I just want to get this out there to the people um, real quick. And it is Tempest the Turtle. We told you guys about the children's book read aloud and craft event with author Victoria Hallam Maldonado. Come listen to this story about patience and trusting and valuing true friendship. This is going to be the 26th uh, from 10 to 1130 a.m. hosted by Culture Stock at Simply Destiny Dance Studio 122 West Downer Place. Shout out to Simply Destiny and I want to say good morning to dear friends Martin Luna and Denise Ellsbury. Hi, you guys. The time is 8.40 a.m. Okay. Um, so, are there any other things, any other special things you guys do outside of, I mean, Cast and Mamma Mia, you write a blog. What other fantastic things you guys do that the world does not know about? Okay, my life is going to sound really boring after this. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, bulk of my time goes to my job. Um, I work at Urban Air in St. Charles, um, so it's an adventure park. We have a bunch of like zip lines and ropes courses, oh, everything nice. like that. Um, it's not nice. It's sticky and ICs oh. are everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I enjoy it there, and I'm a park lead, so I'm like a floor supervisor, if okay. that makes sense. Um, and I've been there over a year, um, but I work a lot, and I love it there. I love the people I work with and everything. So. That's it. That's 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 my free time. It goes there. I spend all of my time. Okay. So, yeah. Um, next question. So in recent years, mental health has taken a more prominent role in community discussions. It would appear that many organizations and institutions have begun to take it more seriously. Do you guys feel that is the case? Um, and what are your opinions on mental health and how it's being currently addressed? I definitely think it's a huge deal, and I don't. Like, I agree with the way that it's being approached, but I don't think there's enough representation still. Like, I feel like you have physical health, and that was, like, very prominent. Like, that was what people focused on. Like, mental health not necessarily didn't exist, but it wasn't, like, on people's minds. Like, that couldn't be a reason for a diagnosis or anything like that. And I think because of that, it was pushed, like, you have, like, your median, right? Like, that's, like, line zero, and mental health is way down here. And with the initiatives that are being taken, it's like barely meeting that middle ground again. So I think a lot more steps need to be taken for it to actually be recognized and be as important. Hmm. Um, I saw that some people, well, a mental health day off of school. Mm -hmm. I can't remember uh, uh, who was leading the charge, but, but, but basically it was that students would be able to take a mental health day off of school. What do you guys think about that? Um, so it's like an Illinois state thing where now like uh, you have five you have five like days per semester that you can have a mental health day and I think that it sounded really good in the beginning but now the limitations like you're not allowed to take them if you're feeling stressed from school which I think is like one of the reasons that people mm -hmm. suffer from their mental health yeah. like you're not allowed to there's a list of reasons and it's basically like you can't really miss school unless you're like physically sick so I think it's really contradictory and so I I feel like it's kind of ineffective because now people don't want to take them, but there's also, I don't know if it's just my district, but after you take the second one, you have to go see a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that scares a lot of people because like, oh, if I go to the psychiatrist and they say something's wrong with me, like there's definitely a stigma associated with mental health and that's something that our society needs to address. But people are afraid of like being labeled and then like kind of being treated like an outsider. So I don't feel like they're serving their purpose. I had a young man on the show named Danny Perez, he has an organization called uh, Happy Thoughts, 
And he was telling me that one of the issues that, that he had um, on a personal level was that, you know, he, he felt that with the, with the stigma that is attached, um, it does make asking for help or even trying to find someone to ask almost impossible. Because if, if you're going to be labeled like the psychiatrist said, if all you needed was just one little day to relax, but after the second one in a, in a semester, now you have to go see a psychiatrist, that is a huge escalation that maybe that you, that you weren't ready for. Um, it seems like the people who are making these decisions aren't leaving it up to the people to make those decisions. Is that a fair assessment? I think so. Like, I don't think that there was much student input when they were making this. And what were you saying? Um, well, I was going to say that I have utilized a few uh, mental health days over the past couple semesters, um, and they've been really helpful to me. Um, I'm not familiar with this um, two-day psychiatrist program. I think it's in my district. Okay. Um, and the reason I was going to assume that I wasn't is because I'm already seeing a psychiatrist. Um, and I can say from experience that while it does seem like a huge escalation, that is primarily the stigma behind mental health and mental health care. Um, a psychiatrist um, usually won't be the one diagnosing you. Right. Um, they're primarily associated with the medication process, which will not be started, won't be began, so to say, um, unless there is a direct need for it. Psychiatrists, it's kind of ironic, they don't want to prescribe you something if they don't think you need it. Like, a lot of the psychiatrist's job is reducing medication. Right. So, seeing a psychiatrist while it may seem like a scary thing it's like oh they're going to diagnose you they're going to do this 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 um it's usually just probably going to be a checking in thing it's really not something that i would be super concerned over it's always going to be as long as it's a good psychiatrist a safe healthy environment and you're not going to be forced to do anything that's good to know that's good to know so for anyone who Anyone who didn't know that or had a different impression, that's good to that's good to know and hear from a person like you, the leader. Somebody's got help. They reach out to Quinn. Good man. Um, all right, the time is eight forty six a.m. So, besides the mentors that we have in the program, who are some of your individual mentors? I have a lot of people that have influenced me along the way. Parents at home, like, is he going to say his dad? <laughs> yes, no, my parents have been instrumental in helping me with that. They got me involved in Cub Scouts when I was younger. They always taught me the value of hard work, helping other people, the value of being there to support, even if there's not something that you believe that you can give that would have intrinsic value, there is still a way to help, regardless of where you're at. And then I was also mentored by Mr. Nick Sargis, um, who's working at the Crisco Park District. Nick Sargis? Yes, he's a great mentor. He's very passionate about the arts, and he's helped me quite a bit in understanding just how you can impact the people around you. Um, my neighbors also have had a pretty big impact on me. Um, my neighbors, uh, Grandma Jan and Mrs. Rhodes, <laughs> shout out to them. Um, they're both excellent people that have really shown me the importance of kindness. So yeah, th those are my uh, people that come to mind. Of course, there were also teachers that helped me along the way as well. Um, but all those people and more have really instilled in me a sense of importance as though I have value to help other people. Um, my parents, obviously, 
Um, but besides that, um, my middle school assistant principal, Miss Valerie Humphrey, she has a mentoring organization called Trugal Beauty, which I was a part of. And it really, it's part of the reason that I decided to like be a mentor for elementary schoolers in my area, but also it really gave me this community of girls who look like me and I'm still friends with them today. And they've just been an amazing support system for me. And my media teacher, Mr. Brian Weinsack, he's just been amazing um, these past four years. His class has always kind of just been a safe space for me. And I've really learned about journalism. And it's part of why I started my blog is that he taught me that journalism and the media is supposed to represent like the people who have their voices silenced or to tell the stories of those who can't tell them for themselves. And that's really um, been a passion of mine. And I'm really thankful for him for giving me that opportunity. That's right. What's his name? Mr. Brian Weinsack. Mr. Brian Weinsack. That's right. Media should reflect everybody, everybody's voice. Not just the big guys, right? Not just the people with money. Not just the fancy people. Everybody's voice. Um, For me, two main people come to my mind. Um, the first one, her name is Beth Griebel. Um, she is... Um, an area manager of this youth group I'm a part of. It's called um, Young Life, and the um, middle school ministry is called Wildlife. And it basically shaped me to who I am today. And if I had not gone to it in like sixth grade for the first time, I would not be like at all the person I am. Um, she followed me throughout my whole middle school career and introduced me to my best friends today. Um, I've been friends with them for years and years, and if I didn't know them, like, I honestly do not know where I would be, and it's all thanks to her. Um, and I still talk to her, everything like that, um, but she really just changed the course of my life entirely. Um, and then the other one that I think about is, um, her name's Jessica Glansman. She's my assistant general manager at my job, um, and she is amazing. She does everything for that park, and she deserves so much more than what she is getting from there. Um, but basically, the, when she walks around with me, they call me a mini Jess because she just, I'm like the same person as her and she has taught me so much from everything. And whenever I walk into my job, like I want to be Jessica, I want to be that person. I want to, I want to act like her and I want to do as good as a job as she does. So those are my two that come to my mind. And my parents, of course, have had a huge influence on my life and everything. All right, very, very good. Good mentors. I hope that these people are proud. I hope they're watching Good Morning Aurora. Tune in. Yeah, that's me. Uh, okay. In your personal opinions, are there any issues in the community that have yet to be addressed or that need increased focus? Um, I think that one thing that could definitely be addressed is that the differences in resources that are diverted to parts of Aurora, like living on the closer the side of Aurora that's closer to Naperville, you can definitely see the differences um, in how resources for the city are allocated. Like um, something that I had to realize and something that people at my school we had to realize um, is with this weather especially, is that we were complaining about how like late the buses were, but like we didn't like, even realize until one of our teachers told us is that in District 129, they don't really have buses. And right. so most students are have to walk to school. And so that was definitely like a, like a burst to our like bubble of like where we live in. And so I think that even so, like um, we don't really see a lot of poverty on that side. We don't see homelessness on that side. Those aren't things that are really like we're forced to address every day. Like I think we know that they exist, but we don't think that they happen like here. They don't happen in our suburb. They don't, and so like that's something that needs to be addressed. And we have to kind of realize that like we're all a part of the same city, and so the resources should definitely be spread out more equally. I totally agree. I totally agree because when you you know when you see things on your side of town, it doesn't look like that. So you just think that, you know, everybody's living in Stonebridge conditions. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that is there's not everywhere is Stonebridge. I don't know anybody lives in Stonebridge is watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to. Um, but yeah, no, that's here's the thing. When I volunteer, I want people to have the same access, even if it is just for that day. That's why, like, I think that. You, I think you guys mentioned the Northern Illinois Food Bank, right? Like, one of the things that shocked me was when the pandemic started and uh, the, on Jericho, that's the uh, Interfaith Food Pantry. 
there was an article that was like the food the food pantry is asking for donations and they're asking for food. I didn't realize that like food pantries run out of food. Like that, I didn't I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about the fact that the food pantry may get used so much that there is no food in it and it has to be restocked. So that was like, that was a burst to my own personal bubble. You know, I was like, wow, what kind of life have I been living where I didn't even realize and think that a food pantry could be used up so much that, you know, that shows how bad conditions got for people. People who never used a food pantry had to start using them. And the food pantry had no food. That was really, that was really kind of, uh, that was kind of shocking to, you know, understand and witness. Uh, Quinn, you're going to say something? I'm sorry for ranting. No, I was, I have two points now that you've mentioned that. Um, we've really seen an uptick in people needing facilities like that, like the food pantry. I know at the food pantry, I volunteer at Marie Wilkinson. Um, over the pandemic, numbers began to skyrocket. Um, and of course, they've dwindled from um, month to month, week to week. Um, but in general, there was a huge uptick in people going to the food pantry. And it's just very, very important that we have the resources to help those people that really, really need um resources in that sense and then i was also going to talk about i'm a big proponent of mental health and fine arts being linked very closely i'm involved with choir theater musicals and such um and obviously i, I talked about mental health um so i really truly believe that there is a very clear link between improving mental health and being involved with some type of art. Mm -hmm. um, so in grant uh, allocating processes, um, Tatum can attest to this, <laughs> I've always been a huge advocate for fine arts resources like um, the Paramount, um, other um, organizations that um, involve the fine arts. Like there are three on here. Um, that we mentioned that were um, fine arts slash humanities, and I'm usually the person that's like <laughs> very strongly advocating for those, fighting for those a bit. So I've always thought that was something that could be brought to people's attention a bit more, because in my opinion, I'd like to see a bit more um, applications centered around fine arts and humanities, because those really are very important for youth not only for mental health but just to be engaged mm -hmm. in their community i believe that's very important yeah i agree i agree um art therapy man i mean people mm -hmm. you never know what somebody's carrying inside of them and how they express that or how they choose to express it or how they want to uh express it could mean all the deal for them um and it could be done without medication, um, amongst amongst other things, uh, which is the benefit of having uh, help or a psychiatrist, or someone to talk to. Who can I help you identify those kind of things without moving towards uh, medication? I think people have been too quick to medicate. You know, I think that's one of the the things too. We've become a society that's wanted to just kind of, you know, take this, call me in the morning kind of thing, as opposed to, you know, put a Band-Aid on it, as opposed to doing that corrective uh, surgery on the issue. Uh, it's 8.57. Holy cow. What? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Did we, uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, all right, we talked about a lot of great things. Ah, here's here's a good old American question. What are your plans for after high school? That's a terrible question. <laughs> Constantly. Like, I don't know what I'm doing the rest of this day. <laughs> um, so I'm a senior, so I have, I did submit all my college applications, and so now I'm in the phases of hearing back, and so I haven't accepted to a few places, not sure where I'm going yet, but I know that I want to uh, major in business administration and maybe minor in journalism or racial studies. All right, okay. Oh, you know, I'm gonna clap right now for that. Look at that. Ah. Um, Tatum? 
Um, I'm a sophomore, so I'm a little bit behind these two. But I um, and next year for my school year, I'm gonna go to Fox Valley Career Center, and I'm gonna take Fire Science One, which okay. is uh, Intro to Firefighting. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's what I want to do when I'm older. Um, I want to go to Georgetown University. It's in DC, and I want to work um, as a firefighter there. Because once I finish Fire Science One, this upcoming year in fire science to my senior year um i'll be qualified for an entry-level firefighter that's awesome yeah shouts Very out cool. shouts out in dc mm -hmm. okay i like cities <laughs> nice nice tatum or uh <laughs> quinn <laughs> yeah yeah uh tatum, you can just you should just go yeah again. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, fine uh, arts fine arts okay i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning to study chemical engineering okay. um, at some oh. university um, that will accept me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't gotten any acceptance letters back yet, but... Not yet. Not yet, yeah, not we'll yet. see. Submitted all of my applications and such. Um, I'm planning to study chemical engineering because I want to be the person that synthesizes and streamlines the process of designing psychiatric medicine. You know, I think that's um, going to be something where I can really make a difference, where we really help people. Um, <laughs> See, so always going back to yeah. that, but I've always been passionate about chemistry, physics, math, etc. So those are my plans, chemical engineering. All right, all right. Well, the time is 9 o'clock a.m. Yes. <laughs> I have to say, this has been a uh, this has been a good show. This is a good episode. I um, hope you guys feel like you were able to get your voice across. Yeah. I really do. I hope that you guys feel that you were able to tell people um, what what they needed to hear. So before we get to the last last part, how can we help you? How can the community help you? How can the people listening in uh, help you guys out? Um, I'd say looking at the community foundation's website, even going to the Yep page because own page um, going there and if you're interested please join like please look at the application if it sounds like something you want to do look over it ask your parents about it and apply because there's no there's no downfalls of doing it besides uh, not 10 hours that it takes to fill out <laughs> the application <laughs> yeah all right um so, yeah. Oh, like Tatum was saying, definitely apply. Um, if you can, like, help us out with our service projects. Like, if you're willing to uh, collect bread tags for us, that would be amazing. And then just, like, reaching out to us so that we can collect those for you, that would be great. Yes. Apply. Donate bread tags. Um, check our website to see other stuff. Get involved with the community, especially not just with YEP, but in general. Just mm -hmm. volunteer. Give your time. Give your resources help those around you and then also be on the lookout for giving tuesday uh, be sure to donate uh we will always appreciate the money so <laughs> yeah so uh, will a lot of people in your community yes that's right yeah. all right giving tuesday um it's not for a really long time yeah. So yeah. No. Yeah. It just happened, didn't it's it? It's in November. It's so November. So keep your eyes out. I mean, you can build up a little bit of. Yeah. Um. So, the um, the show ends on a positive note. Mm -hmm. What is your message today to all of the great people of Aurora? Um. So February is Random Acts of Kindness Month, mm -hmm. and earlier one of the things that I said the world needs more of is kindness. So today, just like. Give, uh, show someone some type of kindness like all it has to be is holding the door open for someone or giving a smile but just try to help someone out today that's good taking that extra mile yes. makes someone mm -hmm. and always participate in the food drive but also try to go beyond the food drive also um this just popped in my head uh, happy black history month Woo. Woo. <laughs> yes that's right that's right um well, we appreciate you guys very much for coming on to the show. And we want to say thank you very much to the Community Foundation of the Fox River Valley and the Dunham Foundation and our great, awesome, wonderful friends, Kathy, Julie, and Mariana as well, and all the great mentors. We really appreciate it very much. Uh, I hope that you guys have a, um, a blessed, wonderful, and powerful day. We have another show for you guys right after this and something else cool for you to watch and listen to. Take care of yourself and each other.
the best life in the world. <laughs> I got him left for hope.